Celebrating the life of Utah jazz legend, Jerry Sloan. I was in my early 20s and a newlywed when you became the head coach. And so I feel like I was able to, to look up to you. And in many ways, you were a father figure in, in terms of the way I learned from you, the lessons you taught me. For example, you uh, taught me the importance of hard work. I learned the importance of having a plan and sticking to it. I also learned about the importance of executing the basics and executing the game plan better than the other guys if you want to win. Thank you for your many contributions over the years and for the role that you've played in making the Utah Jazz one of the most respected franchises in the NBA. And thank you for letting us honor you. Honoring the memory of the Utah Jazz legend and member of the Basketball Hall of Fame, Jerry Sloan. And Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone, live from Bulldog Spas, 146 South, just west of I-15. Take advantage of their Memorial Day sale. We're going to talk to Bowler momentarily. want to remind you, too, we're working on a, a little project with our listeners. Send in an open mic using our Zone Sports Net, uh, app. You download it, go to the open mic feature. You can record up to 15 seconds of audio. Hit send, and it goes right to Austin in the control room. But we're going to try and get as many of those as we can, uh, dedications, memories, thoughts about uh, Coach Sloan, and we'll put them all together and we'll play them next week and get them up online, just kind of a, a little listener, to a zone listener tribute uh, to Coach Sloan. So download our Zone Sports Network app, go to the open mic feature, record it, and hit send. We're going to talk to uh, Bowler coming up here in a moment. And Gordon, much like you, Bowler covered Coach Sloan for a long, long time. Yes, he did. And it'll be great to talk to Craig on a day like this. Uh, a lot of stories. A lot of stories to tell. And I know Bowler has them. We'll see if we can pry him out of them. Uh, and then uh, coming up at 5.30, we're going to talk to Randy Rigby, the former president, uh, longtime president of the Utah Jazz, and get his thoughts and, and memories with Coach Sloan as well. And we're also efforting, we're going to uh, possibly try and talk to David Locke in the 5 o'clock hour as well. So we are jammed, packed, uh, talking, remembering, and uh, celebrating the life of Coach Sloan. And I, I'll tell you what, Gordon, this has been – uh, a really good show so far. Uh, kudos to Austin for getting as many of these voices on as, as we can to get their perspective. But Steve Brown, uh, Jeff Hornacek, Brad Rock, uh, just some really – Chris Morris, some really great conversations today. Yeah, and all of them it, – it's funny how consistent some of the comments are. Uh, as far, And no big surprise there because as we've – We've talked about over and over again, Jerry Sloan uh, was Jerry Sloan. He was, there wasn't much duplicity to him. He, he wasn't trying to pull the wool over on anybody. He was just doing his job and being who he is. And, and I, uh, people appreciate that, especially in a world where it's not all that common. All right, let's get out to the Sprint special guest line. Sprint, they make it safe and easy to get what you need online. Visit Sprint.com for online services and local store availability. Joining us now, longtime television voice of the Utah Jazz, the one and only Craig Bowler, Jack Bowler. How are you today? I'm doing well. Uh, best you can think of on a tough day. Jake, Gordo, uh, thanks for having me on. It's my second stint. I uh, hope folks aren't tired of me, but I just can't keep no, not talking about Jerry, you know? I mean, it's... Uh, it's a sad day, but one also that I just told Austin. You know, it's it's one of those days that you knew you knew was coming, and I know he, I know he's in a better place. Um, 
the way we, the way we know Jerry Sloan, uh, in my opinion, uh, this is not the way he wanted to live, and uh, I just I'm, I know he's in a better place. Bowler, what's uh, what comes to mind when you think of Jerry? And I know you have a thousand stories, but what what's the primary swing thought? Well, the first thing anybody who ever talked to me about Jerry, uh, when you know, they always ask how he, how he was doing over the last you know three to four years, and uh, you know the conversation always turned to what he was as a player, but also as a coach. And the first word is just tough. Uh, he he person, personified that Gordon. You know that, and Jake. I mean, if you look at him, he's a he's a he has that look, you know, that nose that was broken dozens of times uh, during his playing career, and he just has kind of a, a, a daunting look. And you know, he he's, he's has hands the size of, of a skillet, um, and so he has the look of the real toughie and someone you wouldn't want to mess with. But in reality, knowing Jerry like I. Do did I, I hate to do it in past tense because in spirit he's here, right? I mean Jerry Jerry was uh, had a heart of gold, man. I mean he'd do a lot for you. He cared about you. Um, I think you know we know how he was with players, and it was a real simple equation. And Gordon, you 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 did several articles columns uh, with Jerry, and you know all he asked you to do was work. And that's what he did. So there was nothing beyond that from what he did that he wanted you to do as a player. Respect the game. Uh, you know, tie your shoes up. Tuck your shirt in. Uh, make sure the, the, everyone's color of socks and shoes were the same. And just go play hard. We all know that the lunch pail, bring your lunch pail to work, was a, a common theme of his. And uh, that's a real description of Jerry. There wasn't real a real complicated um, you know, he wasn't complicated, is my point. Uh, he only knew one way, and that was to work. He had to as a kid. He was the youngest at 10. His dad died at four. Um, and so basketball was his release. It got him to a, the highest of levels. But also he still kept the down-home, the down-home guy. That's who he really was, and he never shook it. Uh, the lights and the Hall of Fame and, you know, the two championship runs and all the microphones in his face, Jerry Sloan still kept his feet firmly on the ground. That's that's really who he was, and that's who I remember. Why do you think he, Bullery, why do you think he was such an effective coach or effective communicator with his players? What did they see in him that they wanted to follow? You know, Jake, that's a great question, and you know, I've heard uh, several of his of his players talk today, and they all kind of echo the same thing. Now, remember, this is a different era of player than what what we face today, and I think there's more privilege in a way the way that the NBA is today. Where in Jerry's day, when he played, it was all about look, we're not guaranteed a thing. Uh, and Jerry played that way, and he coached that way. He was still, as Gordon's written, uh, he was he was fearful that he would lose his job here with the Jazz after being fired in Chicago. That was always heavy on his mind, and I know people may not realize that, but there's many nights we were on the road 
uh, that he would say, hell, we've lost three in a row and they're probably going to come home and get fired. I said, Jerry, come on. But in reality, I think that, you know, he had some insecurities in that regard because of what he went through in Chicago, and he didn't want to relive that by any means uh, with the Utah Jazz. But the players, you know, knew there was one way to play. And if you didn't play that way, I think you'll look at history on that roster. You didn't last long. There were guys who did come and go on this franchise if they couldn't handle the Sloan way. But it wasn't, he wasn't asking that much. It really goes back to being a teammate, to, to working your tail off. And as he always said, and he would pound his heart and say, do you have heart? Do you have heart? And he didn't care about stats and analytics, but he cared about the character of the individual and to go out and give it all you had because the fans deserved it and you deserved it to give all you had to the ownership and he always said this too, guys, you get paid on the 1st and the 15th, right? Those checks, are you don't ever miss a check. And so all I think all he was always trying to do to the players was just to make sure to keep them or hold them accountable for being respectful to the franchise, the city they played for, and the fan base they represented. And I, know, I don't think that's a lot to ask, but uh, this generation of players who are, who are very talented, no, by, by no means, we, we know that, but – he just happened to be a different coach in a different time, and I think most likely, and I think we saw the Darren Williams situation frustrate him because the respect he wanted those players to have, he was beginning to lose his grip on, on those type of players because the generation had changed. And it was sad, but I'm glad Darren and Jerry were able, thanks to, the, to you know, of course that was facilitated by Steve Starks and Greg Miller to get those two together. But I'm sure Darren tonight is is relieved that he was able to come back and talk to Jerry. And despite, you know, I think Jerry's anger that was expressed, uh, that they were able to at least work things out. Because Darren, Darren, I think from what I saw, again, Jerry just lost the ability to connect with the player. And, And when he knew that, he was done because that's what he needed, the respect and also the attention of those individuals each and every day, every night they were on the floor. And luckily he had John and Carl, who supported Coach, and other players fell in line with the way that the, the his system worked. And that's really the beauty of what how Sloan, how Sloan worked. He, he had the right players at the right time, ran the right offense, and he demanded players to play defense. You put that all together, and you win – 1,223 games, and you get to two NBA finals. And sadly, never was coach of the year, which is probably one of the – I know he didn't care about accolades. At least that's what he said publicly. But still, that had a sting a bit that his success in 61 seasons still wasn't enough uh, to convince voters to, to, to name him coach of the year. Seven times he was uh, coach of the month, but yeah. never never coach of the year. You, know, you mentioned the respect of a certain – kind of player with a certain kind of mindset bowler uh i saw that what scotty pippen said earlier today he said i loved everything about jerry sloan from the way he played to the way he coached he was a tenacious competitor who represented the bulls of the 70s so well jerry became one of my favorite coaches when he was on the 1996 dream team staff and it was an honor to learn from him 
That's respect, man. That's great respect, and especially from a player who played, you know, alongside Jordan, but also stepped out of that spotlight for Michael for a moment to understand the importance of Jerry Sloan and how he built, by the way, the Chicago Bulls, the original Bull. And I hope Chicago fans today, I know they are, are, are mourning his loss, but also understanding the respect of that franchise, earning that respect of the franchise. They have your number hanging there. Um, First and foremost, um, those are great compliments. And I, I hear I, that every Well, I'll bet, I'll bet Michael Jordan felt that way, too. I mean, I can't I, say that for a fact, but I bet he did, knowing the way he went about his business. You know, again, as, as uh, following the Jazz since 85 and, and now being behind the mic for 15 years, which is – I was thinking about it today, how, how crazy that is, how, how fast time goes by. But I would agree with you. Uh, the one disappointment that I had in the series of the last dance is granted it was, it was Michael's show, but the, I wanted more Stockton. I wanted more Jerry. You know, we saw two clips from, from each, I do believe, and Carl getting on the bus to congratulate Michael after winning uh, in 98, which I thought was, was really class video. I've never seen, but you know, Jerry's, Jerry had humor, and I think you guys both know that. He, he, he came across gruff and rough and tough, but in reality, he had a really great sense of humor. And, you know, when he, when he, <laughs> you know, when he was asked, was, did he know Michael, Michael was sick? What do you mean he was sick? I didn't know he was sick. Was he sick? Really? You're, well, I, I must be the last one to know. Well, hell, he knew that he was sick. And also, when they handed him the box score, when they got when they only scored fifty four points, is this is this really the final box score? Or did, is this the final score? Really, really, is this it? Well, sure it was. And the fact is, he was trying to deflect, uh, you know, the 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 poor performance from his players, and that was just the Sloan way and and a real crude way of humor that you know he he enjoyed and he would. Uh, I, I don't know if a lot of people caught that. But Jerry had a really wicked sense of humor, um, and he also, you know, I thought had a bigger heart than people understand. Uh, he was able to help a lot of people uh, during his time as head coach and beyond. Bowler, uh, Pat Bagley, the ca- cartoonist uh, at the uh, Salt Lake Tribune, he has a, he has a, uh, a, 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 I guess a cartoon, if that's what you want to call it, up uh, right now, and it has a picture of Sloan with his hands on his hips, and it has a quote. It says, in my prime, I could have handled Michael Jordan. Of course, <laughs> he would be only 12 years old. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you could stop, you know, the clock and actually make uh, give the opportunity for Jerry to cover Michael, who wouldn't pay to see that? I mean, this guy, as we all know, he, he his whole life was surrounded by defending and stopping players and the physical nature and the grit and grime of the floor. He loved every minute of it. I think we saw, too, back in his playing days, this game was much more physical than we could ever imagine the league today. Uh, Sloan had been tossed out of every game just because of the way he played and, uh, you know, the elbows and these guys got into actual fist fights. I mean, I remember him. Entertaining was entertaining us with stories so many times on the road after one or two Bud Lights, by the way, 
um, <laughs> that, you know, Jerry, Jerry had a story for everything and, you know, a very sharp mind. And I think that's the most difficult part of all this is to watch that slowly erode away. And probably that's where I get the most emotional because, um, he, he had such a zest for life and the memory of when he played and plays and particular moments were just incredible recall. And those are the moments that you love to hear the stories. And a lot of athletes kind of say, I'm not sure if I remember. No, no, no. It was third quarter. We were up by two. And I just go, really, how do you remember all this? But Jerry just had that innate ability to recall and tell stories about players when he played and the way he defended and defended them. And of course, uh, the players that he coached and he stayed in touch with, with many of them. I thought you heard, you know, big dog, Antoine Carr, who, who really thought he was kind of like Jerry Sloan played with that rough, rough nature. And Jerry liked that he needed a rebounder. And you know what, even though he blew a kiss off to Rodman, there was still probably some respect there the way Dennis played the game because no rebound would get past him, much like the way Jerry played. So there was a love-hate allegedly on the floor sometimes with some players, but the competitive nature brought that out of Jerry, and he wouldn't back down from anybody. That was the other part of watching Sloan coach is I think he still thought Gordon and Jake that he was still playing on most nights. And um, the way he coached is the way he played, hard-nosed, and he didn't take any crap. I mean, that's just the bottom line. Ask all the officials and ask the people on the front row who used to kind of ask Larry, do you think maybe you could move us up a row? Uh, Jerry uses the four-letter word better than anybody. And I think Larry would laugh and say, no, I think you're stuck there. Get used to it. I mean, that's the way it was. Uh, he had a, a way with language that, that nobody else, no other coach had in the NBA. He got his point across, guys, right? You, got, you both agree. No doubt. Yep. No doubt about it. Hey, Bowler, thank you so much for giving us a few minutes uh, again this week. We're really, uh, we're really glad to get you on and get your thoughts. Thank you so much. No, I appreciate the time, and I hope Jazz fans uh, remember the good times. And I, if I can, real quick, I said this earlier today, but – you know, the big three, and I guess you'd have to say Larry, Hot Rod, and, and, and Jerry, uh, how much they've meant to this organization and the foundation they built and where this, where this franchise is and hopefully where they're going with Quinn and Donovan and uh, Rudy and Joe and uh, Bogdanovich and Clarkson and all the rest. Um, you have to tip your hat to those, to those three. And, of course, Frank Layden, who is very much alive, uh, special individuals uh, who who really put this franchise uh, on the map, and I hope people understand and appreciate uh, those guys. Foundation, foundation individuals, and um, I was just proud to know all three. And it's uh, it's a sad day, but a happy one because you know the three have been reunited, and I doubt Hot Rod's picking up the dinner tab tonight. But uh, you never know. You never know. Uh, yeah, you do know. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Thanks, Thank Jerry, you very much, Jerry saying, Jerry saying, I got you, Hots. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, thanks so much.
All right, Bowler. See you, man. The great Craig Bowler Jack with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, We are live from Bullfrog Spas today, just off 146 South uh, Exit, off 515, just head west. You'll run right into us, and our good friend Dan joins us once again. It's the big Memorial Day sale today, uh, this year, Dan. Yeah, absolutely. You know, this is this is one that Utah customers uh, and and uh, Bullfrog Spa owners and buyers wait for uh, every year because they know we kind of pull out all the stops on Memorial Day, and it's kind of hard to believe it's here. That's Monday, so uh, we've got a few days left to get in on these great Bullfrog Spa deals. You know, Dan, one of the really cool things about what you do there is that people can come in and essentially design their own spa. Yeah, absolutely. You know, what makes us so unique is, you know, it all starts with our, our patented jetpacks, which allow you to completely customize the therapy in your spa. And then that can change as your needs change or as you figure out what your favorite seats are. And and then, uh, you know, we, we have so many awesome interior color selections, ex- exterior uh textures and looks and 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 it really just kind of depends on what you want for your home we can you know we can mix and match and and create a hot tub that's perfect for your family you mentioned uh, doing it better i mean the engineering uh with the bullfrog is so much better than everything else out there because of the jetpacks and the way you make it and there's less to break in less vulnerable places and it's not going to leak i mean it's just so much better yeah there's so many advantages we that's a great point we talk so much about the customization that comes with jetpacks but it's that same engineering that allows us to insulate our spas in a different way and make them far more energy efficient it's it's that that same engineering that allows us to completely reduce the you know the number of parts and pieces you know all of those types of things so so it really is um, you know hot tubs at, at this time as as consumers are spending more and more time at home hot tubs are uh they're a hot item they've it, no no pun intended they've become you know a, a big deal and and uh, there's a lot of demand for them and then you know it's it's great to be a, a a brand that is in a position to show that we do it a little different than everyone else all right, get down here this weekend. Big sale, uh, 146 South Exit off 515. Just head west. Thanks, Dan. Thank you. All right, we're going to talk to Randy Rigby, former Jazz president, coming up next right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Celebrating the life of Utah Jazz legend Jerry Sloan. We were uh, more than just coaches together. We were very good friends and. Uh, spent a lot of time together over the years and I've known him for 52 years so uh, I met him in 1968 so it's been a long haul. Honoring the memory of the Utah Jazz legend and member of the Basketball Hall of Fame Jerry Sloan. Celebrating the life of Utah Jazz legend Jerry Sloan. We're at dinner one night with Hot Rod, and we know that the Great Hots was America's guest. And Jerry accepted it, uh, and Jerry would take care of most of Hot Rod's, you know, dinner bill or whatever. And ours as well. And uh, the humor of Sloan is that we were at dinner one night, and Hot Rod said, Hey, look, you guys, we better go, but I've got to go to the bathroom first. And this is Jerry's cue. Guys, let's go. We're out the door. And we did it quickly. He goes, I'm leaving Hot Rod with the tag. So we jump, and we hit the door as fast as we could. Phil's there, Trav and Joe again, and a few other. And we start making our way down the street thinking, we've done it. We've done it. Hot Rod is going to finally pay a dinner bill. Lo and behold, the door pops open. We're probably 25 yards down the street. Hey, Jerry, come back. You forgot to pay the damn bill. (laughs) We all just cry laughing, and we just keep on walking like we don't hear him. Hey, okay, you got me this time, but that's the last time. 
And oh, it was a beautiful moment. Honoring the memory of the Utah Jazz legend and member of the Basketball Hall of Fame, Jerry Sloan. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Thanks to Bowler for jumping on with us in the last segment. We're going to talk to Randy Rigby coming up here momentarily, uh, Gordon, and uh, certainly uh, eager to hear what Randy has to say from his perspective as uh, essentially Jerry's boss for a long time. Yes, he was, and I'm sure that Randy has a story or two to tell. I would guess that Randy's got a got a few good ones to uh, to tell. I bet you you've got a bunch of good ones. I'm sure, Gordon. Well, Jerry, I mean, he was. I I don't know. I appreciate what people have been saying all day long today about how he treated he treated almost everyone the same. I mean, yeah, I saw him get really angry, and I saw him get angry at me. I saw him get angry at other people sometimes, but the next day it was like. Okay, yeah, that's done with, and they, he would just keep on going, and it didn't matter. This is one thing I really appreciated about Jerry Sloan. It didn't matter who he was talking to; he treated that person with respect. Didn't matter what your title was. It didn't matter who you might have thought you were. Jerry just he just treated you like regular folk, and that that's pretty cool. Yeah, it, it it was cool, and like I, I relayed earlier, even when I was in my you know twenties, <laughs> Gordon just getting started out in this thing, and uh, yeah, it looked like a hippie. <laughs> Jerry treated, oh, I did, and uh, and and Jerry treated me uh, so well and uh, so professionally, and I said this earlier too. I mean, he realized that everybody had a job to do and uh, deserved respect for doing a job, and. Um, he treated the media that way. He treated his players that way. And that's what he expected, you to show up and do your job, whether you worked for him or not. I remember one time when I was uh, interviewing him and uh, asked him a question. And it, was a, it was a nuanced question. and It wasn't a San Bernardino question, but it was a question uh-huh. that would require on Jerry's part uh, some, some, some deep thinking. I, and he he initially answered with like this one sentence answer, and I remember just looking at him, just looking at him, and he stopped, he caught himself, and he said, "Okay, let me try that again." <laughs> and then he gave this great answer, and I thought, uh, "There, uh, Jerry's humility coming through, uh, time and time again." All right, let's get out to the Sprint special guest line. Sprint, they make it safe and easy to get what you need online. Visit Sprint.com for online services and local store availability. Joining us now, the former president of the Utah Jazz, Randy Rigby, with us here on The Big Show. Randy, how are you? Jake, Gordon, it's great to hear you two's voice. Great to hear yours, Randy. Thank yeah, you Randy. so much for joining us. We appreciate it. We were eager to get your perspective. Uh, uh, kind of talk about how you're feeling today with the loss of Coach Sloan. Well, I, I've gone through a lot of emotions, uh, and it, it's. Uh, I've just been hoping that I could talk with some composure today with, with you two because uh, he was a very dear and special man to me, and uh, I just che- I cherish our relationship. I treasured the memories and the experiences we've had. I've I've loved going down memory lane in my mind and uh, and with a lot of friends and other people via social media and on the on on my uh, 
phone today is we've shared pictures and stories and uh, and reminisced a lot about this great man. So he will be greatly missed, but at the same time, I'm happy that he gets to move on to a new chapter in his uh, playing career because uh, he played hard and very hard, and it was a tough game for him this last uh, this last quarter, and he deserves now to uh, uh, to go on. What characteristic, Randy, stands out uh, foremost to, to you? Gordon, I, I would say his, he's genuine. What you see is what you get with Jerry Sloan. He was the most genuine, straightforward person that I think I've ever met. And uh, he didn't play games with you. He, he shot straight. Um, he had impeccable character and he was honest he expected people to be honest he was loyal he expected loyalty he was uh, he was fiercely passionate competitive and, but he and he loved the game of basketball and he cared about people and and I think that showed through of just the relationships that a lot of people had with Jerry to the very end Randy, is there a memory or two that you will always look back on fondly that you can share with us? Jake, I've, I've got a lot of memories. Um, <laughs> let me give you one of my first memories uh, that really solidified to me. Jerry Sloan was always, you know, we both came in. Uh, he got to, uh, to, the, to the Utah Jazz about six months before I did. And, uh, and so I was able to watch Jerry throughout all of his career, his coaching career in Utah, pretty much. And he was always a, a hero to me. But I remember when we finally were able to get, uh, we were the next to the last team to have to, to finally get a charter. Uh, just, it was so expensive. And we were always very cost conscious. And Jerry appreciated that and never complained. We finally got a, a plane, and uh, you know, of course, when you get on that plane, it had charter, it had the food, the seating. It was wonderful. Well, as a front office group, we decided that we ought to go down with the team on one occasion and watch the Lakers. We could learn from, we could see what they're doing in their basketball operations and their business side, and and have a retreat down there. So, we decided we would get to the plane early, take some seats, and stay out of the way so that we didn't disrupt the flow of the team or anything. So we got there early and there's all this food there. So we started just getting a little food. Well, unbeknownst to us, a a player got on the plane and saw us getting the food. And I'm not going to mention the player, but he just said, uh, we were known as the suits because we had suits and ties. He said, Hey, you suits get away from that food. That's ours. Well, unbeknownst to that player, Jerry Sloan had got on right behind him and heard that conversation. And he immediately said, listen, you little, and I'm not going to use the rest of that term. (laughs) uh, You shut up and sit your down. And when these guys are done, you can come up and get what's left over. And I, I was so impressed for Jerry Sloan. No one was better than anyone else. Everyone had a role to play. He recognized the janitors. He recognized the, the front office people. He, he gave everyone 
respect and appreciation and courtesy because everyone had a role to play to make us a winning team. And Jerry Sloan recognized that. And I love that about Jerry Sloan. And he, and he was always consistent about it. Randy, what was the happiest you ever saw, Jerry? Well, you know, one of the happiest I think I ever saw Jerry was when Stockton hit the uh, shot to send the Utah Jazz to the NBA Finals. And uh, as you play back that uh, uh, video, and I was over broadcasting for many years, and I was able to watch and, and watch back uh, replay video and, and see it, and the smile on his face when we were able to go to the NBA Finals, that had been a hurdle we'd never been able to get over uh, and see that love and that unity from he and his teammates and his players to be able to be now going to a new chapter for the Utah Jazz. I have to think that was one of the, uh, uh, the happiest moments uh, I saw him. I think another happy moment was when we were at uh, the Jerry, when Jerry and John were inducted into the Hall of Fame. I think Jerry couldn't have been happier when he was done having to talk on that stage. He was so nervous about his presentation, but I think so honored to have received the, uh, the you know, induction into the Hall of Fame. Uh, he, he, he was just beaming that he was done with that and was able to then just enjoy it. So I, I think those are two memories that I remember about him really enjoying and, uh, and, and having some real happiness. Randy Rigby, former Jazz president, with us on The Big Show. Randy, will you talk about the relationship between Jerry and the late Larry Miller? Uh, Larry always talked about how he had Jerry's back at all times. Yeah, uh, I'll tell you what. There are two men that were fiercely competitive and really believed in winning. And, uh, you know, and they, they really understood each other. They were not men that had to, they weren't talking with each other all constantly, but they knew what each other's, where each other's heart was and where each other's commitment level was to both the team and to the organization. Jerry, Larry, really, I was so impressed. Larry was very good to Jerry in, in being fair with his compensation there was no battles between them ever. Uh, those negotiations happened between the two of them. Uh, we didn't have agents. It was always between. Uh, we've always had that with our coaches, and that we would always uh, have, the, you know, uh, front office or, or Larry. Uh, I, I did Quinn's as well, but we always made sure that the negotiations were between uh, the actual coach and the organization. And, and Jerry uh, had a re- real respect for Larry and the Millers and this, and this community. He never wanted to be uh, a, overly aggressive. He wanted fairness. And, and when they were always fair with each other, and so it made the relationship very special. When I was made the president in 2006, it was really a choice for me to almost just to be, you know, in the quiet background, because after each game, we'd go in the coach's, uh, in Jerry's uh, office and break down the game. But then it was fun to just 
hear Jerry and Kevin and Phil and and Larry start talking about not just our game, but then other some of the other players, the other players on the other team, and then start talking about other things in sports and memories of of, uh, of events in in sports history. And it was just it was fun seeing these great individuals who just love to talk about the game of basketball and who love to talk about sports and about seeing people and and the success of people who love to compete. And so it was very special. Randy, maybe you've already covered some of this, but why was it not not every player responded in a great way to Jerry, but most of the really good ones did, and those that didn't uh, came to realize it at a later date. Why was he easy to follow? What what, what were his uh, outstanding leadership qualities? Well, Jerry's qualities were his consistency. Players, you know what? Players want to play for a coach who is consistent, who has regular values, regular system. Jerry, you know, you practice at the same time. You practice the same way. You, he expected whoever you were to be there and be ready, whether you were a superstar or whether you were just barely made the team. He expected you to give and, and put give your very best because he recognized that the fans and the people who were helping to pay for from sponsors to fans to the, to the community in total, these people were paying their hard earned money that Jerry greatly respected because he grew up very poor and very humble circumstances. And he respected the, how hard he earned to make money. And he knew other people did the same thing. And so he expected the players to give back and to give their very best because they were, they were getting other people's money. And he expected then when we get out on that floor, guys, I expect you to put your, your all out there and give me your very best because uh, you're getting paid to do that. And so he, that was one of the qualities, his quality of also, as I said, his consistency with, with uh, his style and Everyone knew the pick and roll, and they knew we were going to bring it. But he, he pushed, he practiced and practiced and got it so that we could, you know, break teams down because we could do it better than they could defend it. And he expected our players to give that time and dedication. And, and so that was another quality to me of Jerry Sloan, of what he was doing. And, and then players knew but Jerry Sloan had his back. They knew that, you know what, there was no one that was more passionate about winning and working harder to help them win than Jerry Sloan. I remembered that uh, the story was told, Carl told me that on, on one occasion, they asked Carl in a practice, okay, well, if you had to pick someone on the team to help you, if you were going to go into a, a war or you're going to go into a fight, who on the team are you going to pick to go into that fight with you? And he looked around at the other players and he said, Jerry Sloan. And that's just very, that's, you know, what people knew. Jerry Sloan, would, he, would, he would fight for his teammates. Well, Randy, it's been great to have you on the show. Thank you very, very much for joining us and, uh, and sharing with us that perspective. Thank you. Great being with you, too.
Thanks, Randy. Thanks, Randy. Randy Rigby, one of the good ones, Gordo, former president yeah, of the Utah terrific. Jazz. Awesome to hear his voice and uh, get those stories in his perspective. That was really great. All right. Yeah, we'll and, have Ran- more and, and, and Randy, Randy saw you heard him. He said they he both joined the organization within six months of each other. And so Randy had a, a front row seat to see uh, Jerry's development. Sure did. All right. More straight ahead live from Bullfrog Spas. It's the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Celebrating the life of Utah jazz legend, Jerry Sloan. Jerry, we love you. On behalf of the Miller family and Utah jazz fans everywhere, we just want to say thank you for bringing the team that you've brought, the the reputation you've brought, the dedication you've brought to Utah in the Utah jazz. You will be revered and loved forever and in our hearts always. Thank you. Honoring the memory of the Utah Jazz legend and member of the Basketball Hall of Fame, Jerry Sloan. Celebrating the life of Utah Jazz legend, Jerry Sloan. Jerry, we love you. On behalf of the Miller family and Utah Jazz fans everywhere, we just want to say thank you for bringing the team that you've brought, the the reputation you've brought, the dedication you've brought to Utah in the Utah Jazz. You will be revered and loved forever and in our hearts always. Thank you. Honoring the memory of the Utah Jazz legend and member of the Basketball Hall of Fame, Jerry Sloan. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Big thanks to Randy Rigby for joining uh, joining us in the last segment. We'll get that interview up at uh, 1280thezone.com. Gordon, so far today we've talked to Jeff Hornacek, Brad Rock, Steve Klauke, Chris Morris, Howard Beck, Steve Brown, Craig Bowlerjack, and Randy Rigby. It, is, it has been jam-packed today. Somebody earned his paycheck today, huh? Uh, seriously, big ups to Austin, who's, who's just produced – his uh, butt off today and, and set up one heck of a show. You know so, what? Uh, I'm going to take Monday off. Is that all right with you guys? <laughs> yeah. I think you deserve it. Yeah. A little R&R yeah. on Monday, Austin. Uh, right. On us. We'll, we'll see oh, on you? Us. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but seriously, great job. And we've uh, had a great lineup. And, and these shows, or this show certainly will be a memorable one. And I'm glad we, we got so many of those voices, Gordon. Yeah, it's been a pleasure uh, having the opportunity to listen to so many uh, words from uh, from folks who had relationship with with Jerry Sloan. And uh, uh, yeah, again, I get back to it, a celebration today of Jerry Sloan's life. Yep. All right. We are live from Bullfrog Spas just off 146 South, uh, just west of the freeway. And joining us now, of course, our friend Dan from Bullfrog Spas. And uh, it's the Memorial Day sale. It's annual and it's always good. Yeah, absolutely. This is one of the sales that the Utahns uh, are, are waiting for. And uh, here and here we are now now through Monday. Now through Monday, all uh, all Bullfrog Spas are on sale, and you can come and customize uh, the the spa of your dreams at any of our factory stores up and down the Wasatch Front. So, uh, uh, we're going to be here till till seven o'clock tonight, and then uh, tomorrow and Monday, ten a.m. to six to six p.m. So, come uh, come and uh, let us help you customize the spa of your dreams. 
In fact, I've just seen a family going out the door that has smiles on their faces. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, sounded sounded like some family friends of yours that, yep. uh, that they've got smiles. So I assume that there's a bullfrog spot headed to their home. See, there see, might be a bullfrog see, headed their hey, way. Hey Dan, I'll tell you the difference between Jake and me. As I'm a pleasant person, I'm relaxed. I have I'm, I'm peaceful, and the reason is that I have a bullfrog spot. Now Jake, on the other hand, kind of ornery, kind of a uh, kind of always walks around, kind of miserable and he needs to get himself a bullfrog spa i i I couldn't agree more that's you are the most pleasant person i know and 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 jake is the most honorary i I was gonna say i'm not gonna argue with that i that i do need a bullfrog i think that's a fact but i am i the most honorary guy you know dan come on now (laughs) i I tell you you know we've talked for we've talked for a long time about the monson household and 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 that bullfrog spa in the backyard and and I'll tell you, Gordon, we've, we, we appreciate the support and, and how sin- sincere it is. And, and, you know, I've mentioned it before. I think I mentioned it even earlier today. It's, it is the best part of my job when somebody pulls me aside and says, hey, we, man, we've probably waited longer than we should have. But we put that bullfrog spa in our backyard this year. And, and man, I've, I've never slept better. I've never felt better. My, I, I'm, I feel like I'm actually getting to know my teenagers, you know, all, all of these factors. So it makes what we do. It makes what we do a lot of fun. And uh, and there's, you know, there's a couple of times a year that we really look forward to showcasing our product. And, and Memorial Day weekend is one of them as we as we get into summer here. So great savings at all of our factory stores and great financing. Zero percent for up to 60 months right now at any of these Wasatch Front factory stores. It also helps that your product is awesome. Yeah, and, uh, that it's it's engineered well, better yeah, than thank anything you. else out there. You know, we've got a great we've got a great team, a great group of, of product engineers, a great uh, manufacturing team that uh, that has has helped us to sustain a great brand over time. And it's it it's so it's so cool to be involved with USA manufacturing. There's so little manufactured it seems anymore in the U.S. and and right here in Utah, we're manufacturing great products, and and this is this is one of them, and and we're we're just proud to be part of it take advantage this weekend uh just off the i-15 exit off 146 south head west and you'll run right into it it's bullfrog spas thanks dan thank you all right we'll have more big show straight ahead 97.5 and 1280 the zone celebrating the life of utah jazz legend jerry sloan he's been so important to me personally um to have a a friend that's that's not that I need a father figure, but like that, and uh, that, that you can count on. Uh, you know he has your back no matter what. He was a coach that he listened to a player, and he didn't discriminate. And uh, we had that relationship that you know he could get on Stockton and I, and if he could do it to us, he can get on anybody else. Honoring the memory of the Utah Jazz legend and member of the Basketball Hall of Fame. Jerry Sloan. Wrapping up a big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Want to say a big thanks to our friends here at Bullfrog Spas. They are great. Dan and his crew do such a great job taking care of our listeners. It was a lot of fun to be back out here uh, today. And, uh, Gordon, you know, uh, shows like today are not all that fun sometimes, but this was this was really great. It was so it, it was great to have so many different voices on talking about uh, the late, great Jerry Sloan. Yeah, when someone passes, uh, it's uh, sad. But uh, today, 
I, I was glad to hear the tone, uh, celebratory, really, of uh, the, the man Jerry Sloan was and the way people felt about him. Yeah, and we had a list, and we want to say thanks to every single one. Jeff Hornacek, Brad Rock, Steve Klauke, Chris Morris, Howard Beck, Steve Brown, Craig Bullerjack, and Randy Rigby all had a chance to join the show. All those interviews are up at 1280thezone.com, and I feel like today was great because we got all different perspectives on Jerry from folks that played for him, uh, worked with him, uh, covered him from the media. We got a lot of different perspectives on, uh, on Coach Sloan. Yeah, I, I think we about covered it today. And it was interesting because uh, there were some commonalities in the comments, but there were also uh, varying uh, uh, perspectives on Jerry from people who saw him from a different angle. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, we want to wish everybody a happy Memorial Day weekend, Gordon. Uh, we will be off on Monday. We will be back doing the big show on Tuesday. But, uh, hey, hug that family close, Gordo, and uh, enjoy your weekend. Yeah, you too, Jake and Austin and all our listeners. Thank you. We'll talk to you on Tuesday on The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Celebrating the life of Utah jazz legend, Jerry Sloan. I've been fortunate to have terrific people to work with. All the coaches who work with us. The fans in this organization have been second to none. We lose 56 games. We still have a tremendous crowd coming watching our team. Been fortunate enough to have great players to coach, have an opportunity to compete. 26 years is a long time to be in one organization. And I'd like to thank the Miller family for sticking by me. I think I've been blessed, and I thank you for that. Today's a new day. I get this over with. I know I'm going to feel much better. My time is up, and it's time for me to move on. Honoring the memory of the Utah Jazz legend and member of the Basketball Hall of Fame, Jerry Sloan.